Hello, welcome to this Mission Somerset podcast, and it is St. Patrick's Day. Mm. So instead of going and celebrating and getting drunk on Guinness, we wanted to share a message to inspire you to spread the kingdom of God here on earth like it is in heaven, because that's what St. Patrick did. So, Jan, why don't you tell the listeners where we are at the moment? So we're in a village called uh, Bolton's Brother, which is just... um, northeast of Glastonbury and just a few miles outside and um, there's uh, it's well known um, because the church is called St Dunstan's and and St Dunstan was a a famous saint of Glastonbury um, in the year 900 and he there was a what was happening spiritually in the area was that you'd have um, like uh, like devilish creatures, um, which you'd call uh, cryptozoological creatures, demons, or uh, uh, let's say, um, like the figure uh, of Pan, like goat-headed men, or goat men walking about. Um, and you know, and it, you know, if you look at the Book of Enoch, it mentions you know these uh, like half human, half men type. Uh, creatures that existed on the earth. Well, um, Saint Dunstan basically caught one, and so so he was a spiritual man. He he uh, well, he was a blacksmith in the, the centre of Glastonbury, but he, he was he was a spiritual person, and he was under attack fr- from these, as I described, these these sort of figures, these forces, um, and. The, the, the famous incident was where he was working in his workshop as a blacksmith and somebody stood in the doorway of, uh, of his workshop uh, to watch him and suddenly this, this person manifested into one of these cryptozoological creatures or cryptoids for short and there's a tapestry we're looking at right now in, in this church uh, of... A, a wolf-like, claw, with claws, uh, a creature, um, and uh, with a sort of a big face and stomach, quite weird-looking thing, with St. Dunstan, with these tongs, and well, he's got claimed in the tongs as the nose of this, this creature, which apparently he got hold of um, and paraded through the town and, and made him quite famous. Uh, he caught one of these and, and, and publicly uh, showed it off. And uh, he became the abbot of, or, or became somebody, uh, or abbot of uh, Glastonbury. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's the sort of atmosphere in you know, the year 900 that people were dealing with. But they, it, wasn't, it, wasn't just on a, it wasn't just on a spiritual level, it was at a physical level. These things were around in... in in the locality that were um, uh, giving him grief or attacking people. Um, they're not just myths, these actually existed. Like I said, that if you ref- look at the Book of Enoch, then uh, the, these things existed. Um, and um, so, yeah, and that's, sort of, that's why I've, I've sort of dragged uh, Ben to this place because I'm, I'm quite fascinated with the, the, these, these sort of things. Mm. Um, and, it, and it reminded us about looking at this guy in this tapestry now, 
hanging on the wall, it reminded us of St. Patrick because St. Patrick um, went to Ireland because God called him to spread the kingdom of God in Ireland and there's myths around he chased all the snakes out of the land. Um, So, yeah, we were just reminded about the central message of Jesus which is repent for the kingdom of heaven has come. Mm. You know, and that's what Jesus' message was all about. Jesus said that he has come to destroy the works of the devil. Mm. And this is what St. Dunstan did. This is what St. Patrick did. And it's what Jesus calls every single person who's a disciple of Jesus to do. To destroy the works of the devil. Now, we can't do that if we are still walking and the darkness ourselves. Mm. So me and Yam are reflecting that, you know, so much of the enemy's work has infiltrated church, religion, our own lives. You know, we love money more than the gospel. We love comfort more than the gospel. We try and please everybody around us rather than speak the truth in love. We'd rather be friends with everybody and look respectable as Christians um, rather than you know, suffer the shame of the cross like Jesus did. So the devil doesn't need to walk around in like demonic entities to try and oppose us because we're already led astray by our own desires. So this is, Jesus wants us to spread the kingdom, not be in churchy things and all these. Jesus never talked about being a member of a church or being a good Christian. He talked about spreading the kingdom through being a disciple and making more disciples. You know, Jesus, for three years, went around spreading the gospel of the kingdom, healing the sick, casting out demons, raising the dead. And he said to his followers, come and follow me and I'll teach you to fish for more people. So today's a good reminder that God has called us all, like St. Dunstan, like St. Patrick, like the followers of Jesus we read about in the Bible, and like lots of other people throughout history, to spread the kingdom of God. Mm. And um, that looks very different from what most people think of Christianity as. It looks very different from, you know, a nice settled life that we might like. And the question I've been thinking about has been, um, you know, we've been praying about Mission Somerset and some changes have happened and different things. And the question I felt challenged is, do we want the kingdom of God to grow the work that we're doing or do we want the work we're doing to grow the kingdom of God? And they're two very opposite things. Are we expecting and asking Jesus to make what we're doing look bigger and better, more successful? Or are we saying, Jesus, we want to pour out everything we're doing to grow your kingdom? And it's an it's upside-down way of thinking. So St. Dunstan, St. Patrick, they were pouring themselves out to see the kingdom of God spreading across a whole area. And yet, if we're being honest, lots of us as Christians, we're spending all our time asking God to bless us, to help us, to make us feel more peaceful and secure. It's the opposite to what life in the kingdom is actually like. Mm. Any thoughts, Jan? Yeah, well, like you said, that... um that thing of leaving go, like Jesus had to go, 
Then he had to die, he had to go, so he could send the Holy Spirit to to uh, to do the work, uh, to prompt us, to encourage us, to um, stir us, and um, it's, it's, it's quite a picture, isn't it? The, our, your main figure, the main leader, has to die for that that seed to die, for other things to grow, and um, but yeah, and just to uh, we have to get those tongs. Mm. And, and grab a hold of those, um, those, those strongholds in people. And what and our tongues are, the word of God, that we bind and rebuke, we cast out, we've got the keys of the kingdom to bind, to loose on earth as it is in heaven. And um, as the, just the, the bells toll, it is a, it, it's tolling, it's a sign. We're on a threshold we, to go into a new season, um, to expand the kingdom. Um, and, and take on these forces with, with God's promise, God's uh, uh, strength, God's power that He's invested in us. So yeah, let's 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 do it. Let's do this thing. Mm. So be good. We want to encourage you to think about what what would it look like in your village, your town, your city, or where you live, or where you work. What would it look like if the kingdom of God came? amongst those people like it is in heaven. Imagine people finding peace through Christ. Imagine relationships being restored. Imagine people being set free from addictions. People not hurting each other and being violent. People not acting in destructive ways. Families being restored. People having new ideas about how to solve problems in society. Like I was listening to something that someone was saying the other day, and he said, Jesus isn't the founder of Christianity. He is the king of a country. And that's the kingdom of God. It's like, it's not just a little religion. It's like a country. It's like a, a way of living and a way of being together that affects everything. And you know, in a way, Mission Somerset, that's what we're compelled with a vision of what would it look like for the kingdom of God to come where people are like sharing their lives together and eating and meeting together and doing things together but it's all coming out of prayer and God's word and loving and, and giving more than wanting to receive so what you know what would it look like in your area and with lockdown and everything it's it's been a blessing in disguise in some ways because it's helped us to get out of small thinking and to think about the kingdom like how can the kingdom spread to people around us rather than inviting them to a service or a meeting or to a program like the kingdom is a way of life like Paul Paul wrote to the churches that he was sending Timothy to them to remind them of his way of life not his 10 point sermon or how to live it it was like habits and ways of life and um, you know, God is wanting to spread his kingdom through us and you know, we need to go back to scripture and look at what did people actually do to spread the kingdom any thoughts on that? Um, what do we do? what do we do to spread the kingdom in Somerset? Or what have we done? Uh, well we've um Talk to people, approach people, um, 
you know, like on, on high streets and bus stops and pubs and cafes, uh, knocked on doors, um, preached on the street, uh, and um, people, we so, you know, broadcast it, so it's, we're not like um, invisible, that we're conspicuous, we're out there. And, and that's like the basic remit, isn't it, of, um, you know, sharing the gospel, uh, to broadcast it and draw people. And that, that's what, what we've been doing, really. And, and, and sit, eating with people, discipling people, sharing uh, God's word, go, you know, confessing our sins with each other, being very raw and open and, you know, um, and struggling with each other and with people that um, God gives us, uh, which is it's never easy. And always is always a huge test, and sometimes it's really infuriating and it's despairing. But then there's glimmers and that spark up and make you think, oh, you know, that there is a, a purpose to this. And we 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 can't really um, when things go wrong, we can't blame ourselves because, uh, completely because. Um, you know, if things were right, they went right, we could only sort of pat ourselves on the back. So, but we always give honour to God and, um, and and just to commend all the things that were frustrated and all the things that are, are loose ends and things that are not working. We just commend in prayer to God uh, and don't burden ourselves and... and uh, and get too troubled with these, but but God's got a plan. God's got a purpose, and uh, to uh, an outworking through all the people that um, we've come across. Um, so yeah, that's this is sort of uh, you know a picture of uh, what we're, you know what we're doing in Mission Somerset, I suppose. And um, it's interesting. I was thinking when you were talking, Jan, about. Jesus told parables, didn't he, about what the kingdom was like? And I was thinking about that one in Mark 4, the parable of the sower or the parable of the soils. Mm. And it's interesting because I've talked about it to a few people recently and Jesus says in that, if you don't understand this parable, how can you understand any of the parables? Mm. And so, you know, there's something about that parable that's like foundational and... um, you know, like central to everything, and mm. you know the whole thing starts, doesn't it? That a sower goes out to sow, mm. and the the seed is the word of the kingdom. Mm. So if the if the word of the kingdom is not going out and being sowed, like ev- everything is irrelevant. Any conversation that we might have is irrelevant. Mm. Anything that we might be thinking or praying or discussing or theorizing about is irrelevant because the the seed the word of the kingdom isn't going out into the soil mm. and you know there's nothing there's nothing there and you know in this covid filled world it's a bit of a vacuum where the, the word of the kingdom needs to go out mm. not the word of our own thing or the word of the church or the word of religion the word of the kingdom people living with Jesus as king and being free to obey him and spread it and then we know in that parable that there's different responses and there's the good soil that produces fruit and multiplication so 
we want to pray for you that if you're, if you're listening today, that you would have that same vision and fire that St. Dunstan, that St. Patrick, and that we feel now stood here, that you would be compelled to go to the highways and the byways, that you'd compel people to come into the kingdom of God, that you would, you would go and preach and call people to repentance, because the kingdom is near, it's near to people. And um, we pray that you would send people out across the UK and Europe and around the world where people are listening, that you would make people's feet get itchy now as they're listening, that they'll go and spread the gospel of the kingdom, that the word of the kingdom will go out across the world, everywhere, and bear fruit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, amen. I, I, I just, uh, just before you prayed, I just, I thought like, yeah, um, Jesus had these parables and not everybody understood unless you have the spirit in you, you don't you can't see you can't see what God's saying and and, um, and I think the door that opens to that I think more and more and it's about you know seeing the kingdom um, expand and seeing people's lives transformed renewed regenerated that's a real excitement that you can have uh, at the work in the field that style work and people don't see that. They're not seeing that. And, a lot, and the door that opens that is actually the doing of the word. And when you do the word, then, and you, and, and you go back in the evening and you look at the word, it, it reveals more to you. And that's a richness in your own life. And it spurs you and inspires you and gives you a, you know, a depth and a, a width, a height you know, of God, of Christ in you. And to enrich you personally in an intimate way, for then to then go out and tell people about this relationship, this intimacy you can have with Jesus, and it's only by you know stepping out and doing and reaching out and calling people and encouraging people and discipling and and uh, approaching complete strangers uh, and offering them salvation, and. Um, but yeah, that just that just made me think about that, and, and so I just pray um, that uh, that as you're listening, that you'd be inspired about wanting to know, go deeper with Jesus in that intimate, refilling that fountain inside us. How do you, how do you, that aquifer? You know, you want to unleash, unleash. You know, it says in John that from his belly flow rivers of living water. That's what we want to be refreshed by living water, that inner power, inner inner resource that we all want in our lives for to do our friends, our family, to give out into our work, um, but to uh, ultimately to inspire and draw people to, to experience that themselves. So I just pray that uh, as I'm speaking now, um, that, that, that there be a thirst and desire um, uh, as you read the word to step out and, and get out there and, and, and do what Jesus did, uh, not wait for a special revelation of some ethereal moment where spirit takes you out of your kitchen, uh, out, you know, out of your, your living room from your Bible and draws you into the streets. It's, I'm not talking some er- ethereal uh, uh, sort of drift of the spirit. It's, I'm saying, you know, just you, to get out there purposely, um, set out a morning, set out a day where, where you, you're going to draw people, try and find people, speak to people. 
uh, about Jesus. And um, yeah, so I just pray that that, that would be on your hearts right now. And that, uh, and I pray that, that the Holy Spirit will press those buttons inside you that my words maybe not be reaching, but the Holy Spirit will do that. Because Jesus died, so he could go, he could, that seed could die, so he could send the Holy Spirit, which is in you, which is in all of us, that can you know, operate and pilot you to find those people and, and redeem the day for the gospel. Not wood, hay or stubble, but gold, silver and precious stones. Go out and find them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.